Fire those cannons. Let's get them going. Let's go. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I've always been a Bucks fan. Yeah, I mean, going back, you know, for uh, quite a few years, you know, back into the 70s. Get that hand sanitizer on. I do have hand sanitizer and a lot of it. I used to buy it before all this happened. Now you're just like ahead of the curve. <clears throat> like with the scalpel. Uh, what? The scalpel curve. How are those kits selling, by the way? Good. Still selling. But where are you guys racing them at? We don't ever race them. Oh, you don't uh, go down to, I don't know, Superior <laughs> Hobbies and sell them or race them? No, that's, mm. there's no racing it for them. It's strictly just bashers. Yeah, but I mean, there's no uh, tracks in the area that just, hey, all right, nope. scalpel class up next. Nope. Oh. Hmm, strange. But they sell good. Why wouldn't there be any races? There's just people don't care about that doing that. They just get the stuff, the, the, the bumper, the body, and they just go thrash it. Yeah, but they just thrash short course trucks, but they race them. I guess. Hmm. Hmm. I have to do a little bit more research on this. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Need that me need that meme. Hmm. <laughs> Was it uh, Will Smith, right? Yeah. Uh, is it Will Smith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So, so how you been? What's going on? Uh, doing well. Just over here at work and getting getting a lot of stuff. Uh, getting a lot of stuff caught up. Let me ask you this. Are you uh, down in Florida there? Are you allowed to be open? Or are you doing it illegally? Are, are, I think we're allowed. To, I think we're allowed to be open. <laughs> All right. As of, as of today in Pennsylvania, just a few hours ago, they shut down um, non life essential businesses. Okay. So um, eight o'clock tonight, they have to shut down until further notice. So I ran at a barber shop quick. That's what I was doing. That's why I was late. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go get my hair cut quick because it uh, might be who knows how long till they reopen. And he made that announcement. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around four o'clock here. He made the announcement. You should see the grocery stores, dude. I mean, they're going to be open, <laughs> but the people are panicking. Yeah. Panic. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what to do, what to say. I don't know what to make of the whole thing other than it is spreading pretty damn fast. Yeah, I mean if you look at any of those graphs <clears throat> that that uh that people show about how the social how much the social distancing impacts uh everything, it's pretty substantial. And it's it uh, has a, a big impact. That's why that's why all these that's why all these professional sports and leagues and uh, anything why they are shutting down because they they knew they got the heads up 
and they knew the where they would be at if they kept going and uh, they they knew the writing was on the wall they had the heads up I'm sure from uh, people more knowledgeable about everything and they were said you know what you might as well do it now because so I'm 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 pretty hopeful positive that uh we'll get this thing turned around here pretty quickly. Yeah. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty hopeful. Now, how much has it affected RC? I know last time we had you on the pod, you were saying like it really wasn't uh you know, affecting you guys too much. But then later on, you did cancel that race. No, it it is the race in Vegas. It is well, it's postponed. Post, postponed. I uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we picked another date that we'd like to have it. But yeah, I think we were talking on the last podcast. We were talking about how um, China being right. affected right. had slowed down RC, which it had. You know, it, it it had slowed everybody down a little bit. But yeah, then you know, spreading into the U.S. and and, and getting all this stuff. It's going to slow down Crap. a lot of tracks, yeah. a lot of a lot of tracks that run indoor races, and a lot of tracks that run outdoor races. Um, I I, I kind of feel like there's going to be still a, a good amount of RC activity because we have so many things like uh, that you can still do. Kind of you can do by yourself, so. I think people are going to want to be wrenching. They're going to want to work on cars, build cars, paint bodies, because it gives you something to do. Mm-hmm. And if you are stuck at home or, or whatever the case may be, it's a great thing to do at home. <laughs> yeah. Wrench, put a podcast on. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that that is what I'm, uh, I'm think, thinking that's going to be a good uh a good thing um and kind of keep some things going you know especially like you know there's those there's events for the scale trucks and the drag racing's become a big thing now and a little more one-on-one uh type activities you know with those uh i see i see a lot of people and it's already the most i think the most uh what did we call it? Um, the the segment I think is is the largest or the most growing is the scale truck stuff, and I see this having an even larger impact on that. Um, that that it might help that segment mm. even more. Um, and then uh, what I could see happening is if some of these indoor tracks, you know, you got to be smart the way they're doing things. Right. So like what I was thinking one day, I was like, all right, so if I had an indoor track, you know, you start limiting how many people you can have in the same area. Um, you might be able to race multiple days a week and have less people sign up. Right. Ah, that's true. We'll see. So you might, I think, um, it, like I, you said, like, like, like you, you know, if, if they're getting every business, not essential non life, um, threatening or whatever if they're shutting down everything then it just doesn't matter but um but if uh, if you are allowed to operate with less people then 
that could be could be big. You know, you could say it's ten people. You know, you could you could register people, ten people, race like three classes. You know, tell them, hey, race as many classes as you want. Hmm. Yeah, because um, I think the number is ten. Yeah. Right. So if you could, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, to me, I, you'd want to keep doing something. So it's like, all right, we'll do, you know, sign up for Tuesday, sign up for Wednesday, sign up for thir- whatever your day is. Um, and you could like, you know, do pre signups for your, your racing and just have, uh, just do it in different, you know, smaller groups. I was watching that video that Chad Brockman put out at more RC that, um, you know, he's only allowed 10 people in. So I guess he was staggering. Like you can sign up for uh, practice. He was mm-hmm. calling, you know, so 10 people could come in practice and then they have to, I I'm, guess you have to leave, go outside and then the next 10 could come in. <laughs> Isn't that okay, nuts? Yeah. Remember I was telling you in the chat, yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. but that's the only way he can get around it by is letting 10 in, take a 10 out, bring the next one in, next group in. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to keep the practices you know, going. Yeah. And I think one thing that would be interesting is uh, while this is going on, is to make some notes. I, I think you might, you know, you might learn some things about the business too when all this is happening to see if there is. Uh, a different way to do some things, a different angle you could take, you know, slightly different approach, you know, whatever the case may be. There might be, um, you know, different ways to different ways to do stuff that if this is kind of forcing you to do something or or try something. Then it's like all of a sudden, whoa, this actually could work on a different scale. Hmm. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the way I'm thinking about this stuff a little bit and uh, I could also see people uh, you know we've talked about before one of the things I, I feel that uh, would be nice to have more of again is some of the backyard tracks and I, I could see people uh, you know getting into a little bit of that you know, building some more backyard tracks for themselves and yeah you know if they're what their buddies or whatever and we need we need that anyway you know and uh, i was i've been i was thinking about it i i mean you know, i've thought about it for a long time building um building a track in your backyard uh, not my backyard but <laughs> i don't i don't have a big enough backyard for that i can do huh. an rc monster truck i can do an rc monster truck track probably oh there you go that'd but, be cool um, Go over Rona's. I was thinking like, to, to I, was thinking like I was thinking like a like a hundred hundred feet long, fifty foot deep uh, off road dirt track, um, and putting that uh, at my parents' house, uh, kind of by my dad's shop. I, I kind of wanted. I've always wanted to do it. Wow. Um, You're still in negotiations with your dad. <laughs> the price is too high. <laughs> no, they they're not a fan. They're not a big fan of the idea, but they're not a big fan of RC. No, they, they <clears> like <throat> RC. They they're not a big fan of that idea, but I always kind of 
I, I don't really give them a choice when I talk about it. I'm like, so when we put this track over there, they're like, what do you mean? They're like, well, what do you mean? And like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, make sure. I always tell my dad, I'm like, if you're selling your equipment, don't sell this or that, because if I want to build a track, I'm going to need, need that to build it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I've told them in, to keep some of the equipment that would be that's good for <laughs> track work and maintenance. So, and you know, and I want to do it. It's like I want to. I kind of want to do it as like almost a, um, not so you can race every week and that type of thing, but almost like so you can video it and say, okay, this is how you can build a track, and you know, kind of go through the steps on what building like a backyard track would look like, you know? So you, you know, you get your area together, you get your, you get your dirt, you have a driver stand, you, you just kind of show how it's done. So people, hmm. um, so you have that kind of, always in your back pocket of, of, a almost like a tutorial or something like that. It's like, I kind of want to do it just so, you have the footage, the video showing how it's done and how it's built, and then you can run on it too. But just sort of a step-by-step guide on kind of what it would take to do it. <clears throat> You're like, look, clowns, this, this right here is how you build a backyard track. This is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of it. I've seen some YouTube videos <clears throat> out there like that. I'm sure there is. I've I've bumped into a couple, um, but yeah, I think it'd be fun, kind of a fun project. Hmm. So, well, get on that. Go over to Pops and start digging up that yard. Terrible. I'll be like, uh, <laughs> well, what's going on over here? What are you doing? Calls the cops. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing going on over here. Nothing to see Nothing. here. Yeah, please disperse. Yeah, I mean, I I just, um, you know, I kind of have all these, um, I guess, my own vision of and theories about building something that's manageable, yet not, you know, all the doing anything is, you know, there's going to be a cost involved, but I think you could do it reasonably priced and it would be fun and and the size would be manageable. So, you know, I think a lot of times people build the track too big mm. and then they get into trouble working on it because it's such a laborious uh, task. Right. So, uh, yeah, one of these years. Problem is everybody's going to want to go to Rona's the race, though. You're going to have this huge yeah. crowd. <laughs> yeah. And right now you're only allowed 10. Right. <laughs> including yourself. Right. <laughs> it, it, is it including yourself? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I would have, I would I think don't know. So. Do I need to count myself in that? That'd be a good question for the governor. Yeah. I think it's 10 total. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to figure it 10 than you, right? Is there, is 10 people, I wonder if 10 people are allowed in my house right now if I had 10 people here. Like if 11, like, so I would be 11. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They need some clarification on this. It was 25, and I think it went down to 10, and then, but I don't know. 
Like if I have yeah, if I have a, if I have a party at my house, I can't have ten people in here, right? Or, uh, right, because I'm I'm eleven, so I would need nine people plus me. Well, you'd need to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gladly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well. This is a this is a great party, but we would like for you to leave. <laughs> no problem. I can't even remember the last party I went to like that. Oh, went man. to some somebody's somebody's house for a party. I guess in my I guess 20s? like I, I guess I guess like holiday stuff, but that's not that's like a family get together, right? Oh, uh, you went really to a party. Super Bowl party, didn't you? Because you were watching, uh, I think it was the Falcons and, and Patriots. Is that what it was? Falcons, Atlanta Falcons, Patriots. Where was I after that? I don't know because because I you were like someone's house watching it and they had everything there and you're like you know texting me back and forth about the game and stuff and, and i'm like wow jason's watching the super bowl and you're like well i'm at a party so you know i could have been yeah i don't remember that one but and i don't remember the last time i was that one it's got to be in my 20s <laughs> my 20s seriously no joke i avoid those things at all costs unless well, you caught unless unless my fantasy football draft was considered a party I guess that was so because there was food yeah. there and everything, and that oh, was a, yeah, you know. And then, yeah, there was definitely a, it was definitely like a party atmosphere, and then we had the draft. So yeah, over the summer, okay. That was over the summer when you did that. Uh, well, yeah, August. So yeah, so I guess uh, probably my la- my so I was like twenty two, and then uh, then August of this year. Or last year. Twice. <laughs> so, twice. Twice. So. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Crazy. RC is a... Uh, so, is that the only race, like, the... Has it been affected so far by this? Has there been any other ones that are... Is there anything coming up that's in danger? I'm in danger. Um... Yeah, there's been a lot that's uh, been affected so far, I think. Oh, really? There's been other yeah. cancellations out there? Mm. Yeah, uh, Psychronitro Blast, that has been postponed. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, our, our race, of course, in Vegas for this week is postponed. Then next, next week, um, oh, our Dirt Oval, Spring Dirt Oval race. Who'd have thought this one? And, you know, and there's going to be more. You yeah. Know, there, there's definitely going to be more of them. Hmm. You know, I, I think, like you said, I think, or like we were talking about earlier, is I, I think there's definitely going to still be RC action. I think everyone just kind of has to, you know, be confident and comfortable that they can, uh, you know, still do their wrenching and find somewhere to to play with the vehicles you know even this weekend i was th- considering like i was like you know what maybe i'll go get out the get out my uh, associated enduro scale truck and go try it out uh you know with some of the new stuff you know rich ran it recently at an event but i'd kind of like to you know do it myself so <clears throat> i'll check with paul see what he's doing Mm-hmm. I know there's, I'm sure he might even go do some racing. 
this weekend. So there, there's going to be some stuff going on. Yeah, but how can you get much action going on if it, if you're limited to ten people? I don't know. <laughs> What do they do to you if you go over 10 people? Well, that's another question I have. Like, what happened? Like, how are they going to find out, first of all? Mm-hmm. But there is a liability there, though, if somebody does get sick, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, hey, I was at, you know, Rona's backyard racing, and there was 30 of us there. and you know, 30? <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, they're like, hey, you're not supposed to have more than 10 at this thing. I don't know. I don't know how they catch you. I don't know. Good question. I, think, I like how you catch. Got caught. Yeah. <laughs> got caught having a get-together. Yeah, how? How's that happen? We should get the governor of Florida the on the line here. What's his What's his uh, number? <laughs> Buddy Dyer. I know he's the, uh, he's I, the mayor, mayor uh, of Orlando, Buddy uh, Dyer. I, well, I see a... Uh, Spring break is still going on down there like crazy. I mean, the like kids are everywhere all over the beaches. They didn't close the beaches down, did they? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sh- sense, does it? No. No, it's crazy. <clears throat> well, we got... Uh, well, did you hear that? Switch some gears. Something more. We, we got to get off the depressing issue. I'm kidding. I said we're going to try and put some podcasts out since everybody's in quarantine. Um. Try and get some episodes out for everybody to listen to. Mm-hmm. And not be so depressing. So we'll just try and switch gears. And we're uh, working on the on the, the undepressing <clears throat> side right now. Well, it is. I mean, hey, look, you turn on a TV, it's all you hear. You go, you know, I ESPN. That's it. It's, it's all you know. Obviously, all the sports shut down, so that's all they're talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, yesterday. Was it yesterday? What's today? I don't even know what today is. Thursday? Is it today's Thursday? Yeah. So Wednesday started the free agency period, and you know it was a, a welcome distraction. But unfortunately, Tom Brady went to the Bucks, so it was like bittersweet. It, it was bittersweet for me. It was like, oh yeah, I woke up. I'm like, 4 p.m. today, free agency starts. Even though we kind of knew where everybody was going, because legal tampering was open on Monday. So you're allowed on Monday. You're allowed to contact the guys you wanted, uh, mm-hmm. and everybody started committing already. But still, it's exciting. It's free agency. It was something different in the news for me, and I'm sure mm-hmm. others out there. But then, you know, we lost Tom Brady. Mm. To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which they're going to be legit, dude. They're going to be legit. They have offensive weapons, that's for sure. And um, but wow, I couldn't believe it. It's like twenty twenty's been a bad year. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if they play, <laughs> that's the other thing too, right? If this goes on, um, you know, some are predicting past July. Uh, that's, mm. This whole it, it can't go that far, like you were saying. Hopefully, this gets gets over quick. Here, we, we're able to weather the storm here and end it quickly because um man not only just sports and stuff just the economy holy shit yeah disaster central yeah jobs being lost hell there won't nobody would be spending money then mm-hmm. so we gotta get over it quick 
quarantine yourselves. Do the this they said the next two weeks are crucial, so we gotta social distance what are they calling it? Social distancing. Dis dis yeah, distancing. <clears throat> and uh you gotta do it here because they wanna flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do it, we're in trouble. But yeah. <clears throat> anyway. What the what was on the last show? When was the last show? The last show, sir, was February twenty seventh, and we talked about the Chili Bowl. Mm-hmm. Motorama, yeah, probably, and uh, <clears throat> boy, those races just got oh. right under this whole thing, didn't they? I mean, and Dirt Dirt Nitro Challenge, yeah, <clears throat> Ultimate Ultimate Truck Expo. Mm-hmm. So we did have the Desert Classic and Buggy Mania. We had those two races. Buggy Mania. So how'd they go? Yeah. Desert Classic uh, sent Thomas out there, and he had a. That's out the uh, hobby action, Chandler, Arizona, and let's see, Dakota. TQ'd in one four-wheel drive, and he won mod truck, and then Ty Tessman won two-wheel drive. Uh, Mayfield got second in two-wheel and four-wheel, and Spencer got third, I believe, in everything, all three classes. So it was actually a good a good race for us. Uh, we got to try a few things. Um, the guys ran well. Uh, you know, Spencer had been on a really big roll there, winning uh, probably the last three or four races there in two-wheel drive. He had been pretty dominant winning, including the Nationals when it was there. But but this time, he had to settle for some thirds. Uh, and then Mayfield, who traditionally doesn't do very well there, um, just one of the tracks he hasn't been able to get a handle on. Uh, he had a good race. Got second in two wheel and four wheel, and uh, you know it's a, just a tough surface. Uh, they always put in a nice track. Uh, the facility is like uh, one of the cleanest around, nicest looking, best kind of the best area, one of the best areas. Um, but it's just a really difficult track for most that don't run on it um, in terms of the surface, but. Uh, yeah, that's what always has kind of bothered Mayfield there as a surface. He's never really kind of gelled with that, with it. And, you know, he's had success. It's not like he's like in the B or the C main. He's always like in contention, but just never seems to uh, put enough good runs together to do as well as he'd like. And I think this time, this time he looked very, very competitive and uh, they did some different uh, we went to the silver compound tires this this time, and that really seemed to benefit him in terms of his consistency. So, so that was a good thing. And they had a pretty good turnout. I want to say they had like 275 entries, something like that, mm. uh, which I think is pretty good. I think they you want you want anywhere from three to 350. I think. Uh, if you're anywhere close to three, I think you're doing pretty well. 
so they had a uh, got got through that. Then last weekend they had Buggy Mania, which is uh, they have they've only had one Buggy Mania event so far in the U.S. and that was at Thunder Alley. I think that was the end of 2019. They had one at Thunder Alley, and a lot of the California Arizona guys went, and uh, they kind of popped this one, kind of popped this one on us. Oh, uh, like you know, it was about a little over a month advance that we you know found out about the race, and we're like, oh well, <laughs> uh, we'll check the calendar, and, and uh, Paul went down and supported the team. I stayed back at work here, got some stuff done, and then I went down uh, Sunday evening and was able to practice with the guys on Monday. We did some uh, some tire running. Testing? after, Yeah, yeah, testing, training. We determined that, we have determined that if you can influence the product at all by changing it, or developing it, you can call it testing. Hmm. If you can't, if you can't do that, it's practice. Oh. So technically, I should be able to say that we were testing. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> sir. Fair enough, sir. So, yeah, that's what we did. Went well. Uh, I think we mounted like you know, well, we, uh, between Jackson and Paul and what we had left over from other races and stuff from over the weekend, I think we got to run, you know, 12 or 14 different sets of tires, just kind of run through all the compounds again and kind of verify things that, uh, you know, we've been making notes of for the past, you know, year or whatever. So that was definitely that was definitely a good thing for us to do, and you know, and it's just a it's just nice to get out to the track. I mean, it. I mean, yeah. honestly, it, it was nice to just get out there, and it not being a race, you didn't have to be concerned about are we racing or you know, you just you know you can hang out with the with the guys and. Uh, try different things and you know there's no you know you're not the competition or of a, of an event or whatever is not really <clears throat> not really breathing down your throat you yeah. know what i mean down your neck yeah down your throat mm. well yeah how does that work <laughs> breathing down your neck yeah you're not breathing down your throat <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. Well, especially in these times. Yeah, right. That would definitely not be practicing. Uh, exactly. S- safe interaction. <laughs> That's not social distancing. Yeah. Could you imagine like going back in the 70s and the 80s and telling people that, oh, you can't have that many people together. I see the reporters on TV now. Uh, they set up a microphone stand and do the interview from like six feet plus away on TV, like the news stations. 
And the one guy was holding, <laughs> holding, uh, you know, like a stick, like he had the microphone on the end of a pole and he's holding it. Interviewing the guy was like, man, this is crazy times. Well, um, well, well, let's finish that right. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. Before we sidetrack back into that, because I was gonna, I was gonna bring up uh, that I'd, I, I saw where they were doing the WWE. Oh yeah, and the, the the thing you sent me was Stone Cold, and he's out there doing his thing, catching the beers, and there's nobody. Really, an crowd. odd moment. Yeah, so crappy, man. You well, know, because that's like just his thing, man. Is just so great getting out there. Um. And then they, you know, they throw him the the two beers, and he catches them, and that's such so great. Yeah, it's um, man, is it different without fans? Of course, you we we knew it would be, but man, watching it, you know, SmackDown and Raw taking place at the Performance Center with no fans, whew. and uh, you get back to the race, but yeah, and re- you heard about WrestleMania, right? Well, so I think you posted it in there and I meant to kind of look at the link, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be held, supposedly be held at the Performance Center. Okay, no fans. And it's a two-day event. So they're breaking it up in two days, Saturday and Sunday. S- okay, so it's going to be... yeah. It's going to be at what's the performance arts set? What is that? WWE has a performance center in, in Orlando, Florida, where okay. they train the wrestlers. Okay. And they held NXT events there. And it's just a small arena. And that's where they had SmackDown recently and Raw with no fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So WrestleMania is going to be at the same spot. There is rumors of another. Maybe like on the second day they do it at a different location, but still mm-hmm. there's not going to be any fans. So, but yeah, so WrestleMania is a two day event now, and no fans. <laughs> it's going to be totally wow. It's what are you going to do? Well, what you almost have to do. What's kind of funny? You, you about better get this. back to that race. Okay, so yeah, let's go. I, I, I got we got another I got another thing there because I'm not so, editing this up. So we're okay, just- <laughs> so back to the race, uh, Buggy Mania. They got about I think 142 entries. We just put up the race report on it. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, for what was going on in a first inaugural inaugural I can't inaugural, say it, so don't worry. Inaugur inaugural race. <laughs> I think that's it's what one it of those is. Freaky inaugural. words like rouds, rouds, <laughs> rouds. In, inaugural, inaugural. There you go. So for that, for it being one of those. <laughs> it, it was a it was a good event, and the you know what the. Uh, it's a combination of Joey Christensen from the dirt. Oh, okay. And, um, I gotta look up his name for some reason. Anyway, from, uh, the guy from Spain that, uh, has an, a big buggy land race in Spain. Oh, so they come together and, and produces buggy mania and they're both there. So we got Joey from California and then we got, uh, I think it's Miguel, believe that's what his name is i have to verify it but he comes over from spain and uh they kind of jointly put this race on and 
uh, the weather couldn't have been better. I mean, they had the perfect weather. Not uh, too hot. Like, yeah, not too hot, but it was like sunny. Oh, nice. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> no rain at all. And I mean, those guys had to go down there to Fort Lauderdale and just be thinking, this is amazing. I can't believe you guys have this kind of weather. And it's like, <laughs> Florida is like, awesome. Yeah. They're just thinking I'm moving here. You know, this is it. <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, you might not want to do that because May comes around then June, July. Yeah. And then you're just like, Oh man, what happened? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they had a great, the, a great experience and uh and the racing went well uh we had jackson brunson julian Oliveris. we just put up the race report on this okay uh Go to on, what's your website again jconcepts what jake.net <laughs> that's it okay that's it and your youtube channel uh yeah we got youtube is Ye- jconcepts live yeah okay just getting that out there in case you guys didn't yeah. know already. <laughs> J Concepts Inc. on Facebook. J Concepts. I think it's, is it just J Concepts? I think on Instagram. One of, one oh, of you guys them. are on there too? We're on the gram. Yeah. Oh, you're on the gram? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, we got our race team, race team update. Uh, why is this guy calling me? Anyway, uh, Dave. So we got a current race team update here on the blog, which goes over to Facebook, and then uh, and then this report about this up, but the race we just ran that just dropped. So if people want to read on the winners, but we'll kind of run a, run through our champs here. So we got uh, got five wins at Buggy Mania. Jay Concept takes five wins. So Julian Oliveris ended up winning the big class pro nitro buggy, which was great. Uh, Cole, Cole Ogden was probably the, uh, the most pro level driver racing. And, and he was doing very well winning the main and had some problems. Uh, I don't know. Something went haywire receiver or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, our guys were kind of beneficiary of that, but hey, you know what? We'll take it. What do they? What do they say? That's racing. That, that's racing. <laughs> racing. So, yep. Yeah, so we got that. Got that win, Julian. Then we had uh, Lewis Perez winning uh, Open Nitro Buggy, mm. and we kind of did this report a little different, where we got a little quote from the driver. <clears throat> Uh, just and the product that they used, which was nice. Uh, Nelson Nelson Garcia open electric buggy. He won that electric truggy. Alfredo Morales uh, Jackson Brunson won uh, electric buggy. And then of course we already got into Julian's winning the uh, the big nitro buggy main. So uh, yeah, Paul Paul loved going down there for the race, and and then I went down there for the test afterwards and. Uh, we still had great weather the day after. So, uh, and this was kind of in the middle of all the stuff going on. And what was funny is just being at the track, how it was nice because people really didn't discuss it or worry about it as right. much. It was more just like everyone was doing their thing. Um, 
you know, concentrating on their racing and, and, and hanging out with their buddies like normal. And it was actually like really cool. And then yeah, when I good. went there and when I went there, it was kind of like more of the same. And then Jason's like, did you guys hear about the virus? They're just like, what? No, <laughs> but yeah, it's all those things combined. <clears throat> uh, please tell me, please. <clears throat> oh, they painted the infield. Well, that did they? Yeah. Great. Love that. Uh please tell me the awards was like a like a WWE belt. No. Oh, that would have been perfect for Buggy Mania. I know they I don't think I don't think they have thought about that yet. Or mm. the cost of buying the belts, which is you know, somebody tagged me one day in Well, we could just make something nice. You know, I have to buy an like, actual belt. Like a car, like a cardboard car- cutout. Cardboard cutout with tin foil. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the what's the uh to me when i think of the the ww I'll, I'll say wwf when i think of the wwf championship bell i think of the hogan one from the 80s with and i i can't really i couldn't really draw it or sketch but it, to me it just there's something there's something about it that to me is just like the the quintessential championship belt um and it's like I'll have to find a picture of the one I just consider like the belt, you okay. know. Um, yeah, so you'd make one kind of like that. Oh, so anyway, I had somebody tag me on Facebook for a page that where they sell award belts. Okay. Uh, I think it was Russ Bryan actually. He's like, look, he goes, it'd be so cool if you made belts for these, you know, for some races where you win. And he could win the belt. I'm like, you know, it would be neat. Well, one of, one of your RC races did that. I forget which one it was, but yeah, yeah, we we gave away some, I think, on the podcast. But hmm? it, the the way they did it was like how you were describing, like you basically did a cutout and a sticker on it that looks like a belt, right? Yeah, um, that's how the one that hmm. we gave away, I think, like I want to say it was a JR, JR Mitch won it or something. Um, oh, okay. Championship belt. Let's look at this. It's like the one, you know, like we used to make them in school out of cardboard and uh, aluminum foil. Did you? Yeah, we used to just make them all, you know, come to school then. Look at the belt I made and then some other dude would make them and, you know, you compare them and stuff. But yeah, you'd cut them out of cardboard and. That kind of, I never, I never some aluminum foil. Oh, come on. And nobody ever did that. You didn't have a good childhood then like I had. Yeah. If if you made your own championship belt, you had a great childhood. That so then everybody, you know, we would make these belts and then you'd wrestle out on the playground and pretend you're wrestling and then try and get the belt, you know. Um. So, yeah, we would we would do that. And then, uh, like I said, I was doing that in, in sister school, so Catholic school. So they would uh, – the wrestling matches wouldn't go – too long before they would grab you and then smack the hell out of you. <laughs> <That> <laughs> and they really would happened? take the belt then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, I would not deal well with that. Yeah, it was tough. I got in trouble all the time. But you survived. And- I survived. Yeah, I survived. I got, I got yeah, a lot of trouble. <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna make sure I'm a 
make sure I can attach the correct photo here. I found the quintessential championship belt. Quintessential. Quintessential. I could say that word, but I can't say inaugural. <laughs> What's the other one I saw one day that's very hard? Um, Worcestershire. Oh, well, that, yeah, come on now. That is hard. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you change your name, right? If that's your sauce, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why wouldn't you change it? Yeah, good question. Because it's too hard to say. Yeah, maybe they feel like it's. Um, What's your shit? Yeah, maybe. They, yeah, maybe they feel like. You send me. If that adds to it, maybe that maybe they feel like that adds to it. That's it, baby. That's the quintessential. Yeah, that, that belt championship. was nice. To me, that's the one. Like, mm -hmm. if I was to go to his. Well, it's his wrestling shop now. It's not a beach shop. Well, they don't have that on display there? They do. Oh, okay. I should probably look at my photos. I probably have a photo of it. Yeah, you should have a photo with it. Uh, and they, they, sell, they sell some of the belts there, too. And I yeah. think they're... But they're probably not like the... The replicas. Not like a, yeah, replicas. But they're still like when $300, I, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... What was amazing is when I went there and uh, to that signing he had, a lot of people were in line, had the belts. Yeah, they, they spend and, the money, man. Yeah, like they were there and they, they brought their stuff to, to have him sign it. And uh, a lot of people, you know, doing that shoulder carry, right? Yeah. Which is just, that's like the way, that was so great, like when he used <clears throat> to carry it like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, Buggy Mania went well, and uh, it was a nice relief kind of going down, running with the guys. And I'd, I'd like to do some more of it. You know, I've kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, while we're kind of on this uh, sabbatical, is that a, is it a sabbatical? Um. Yeah, I guess you could. Okay, well, you can call it whatever you want. What's the other word? What's the other word that starts with an H? We're going over the like vocabulary right now. Oh man, I'm terrible! I'm terrible with that. Terrible at pronouncing. Hiatus. Yeah. So there's the. Sabbatical. Oh, that starts with an H. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Mm. I guess it would. Hi. I say the word comet, comet, like comet, like the star shooting. Really? Comet. Yeah. So if you if you comment on something, it's comet. Yeah. If you listen when I say, I say yeah, comet, comet, hmm. comet, comet. Some people catch comet. on to that, but not many. They let it go. If they do hear have, it, they just I, let it go. But I haven't caught on to that. Yeah, and then you know I've struggled with a lot of words, but. All right, so let's. Oh wow! So a sabbatical is a period of paid leave oh. granted to a university teacher, or other worker for study or travel. Well, then it's not that. That's not a sabbatical. It's a hiatus. It's a hiatus. It's a hiatus. Yeah. 
Let's see here. Quarantined. There we go. Hiatus. I've been doing a this quarantine for years. A pause or gap in a sequence series or process. So yeah, hiatus. It's a gap. Sabbatical means we're getting paid. Y'all are getting paid? Yeah, we're not getting paid. Well, we are, but we're not. The pro athletes get paid. Yeah. Well, so we were, uh, we were, we kind of had a tangent we were working on. What was that about again? <laughs> oh, the, um, are you talking about wrestling? Yeah, or, is that uh, what it was? What was it about? Oh, the there's, WrestleMania. There's... So that's what we were getting into. I, I have no idea. I forget. Yeah, there, there was a, yeah, there was a, uh, <laughs> we had a sidebar that we, that had another story attached to it, but. Uh, we'll think. Yeah, you wanted to get back to it. See what see what happens. We should have just finished it off, and then you went just to, went right into it. Right. <laughs> That's what you get for trying to be organized. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like trying to do that. It's just. And here's the news. <laughs> oh man, our first podcast were just like. <sighs> I'm not good with formatting. Though there's other pod- they're great at it, but. Um, personally, I would like to, I, I, I would think it would be fun to do that, but well, I can do it. I could do it both ways. Yeah, we, we can. I mean, it was just for fun, man. It'd be, it'd be cool to do like, well, yeah, it'd be kind of like a fun joke. We had a little intro and then we, you know, I used to write this down and then like, okay, news. Then we'd go through the news and just grab it off live RC. And, uh, it sounded it's like, so God, we, have, we have 11 minutes. We have a. We have, we have 11 minutes <laughs> reserved. We have 11 minutes reserved for this section. So, uh, well, I used to be like, okay, uh, Kirby, we got, let's do this for like maybe 15 minutes. And then I would break things into like 15 minutes or so and then figure, okay, the out, the show should be about an hour and 15 long if everything goes well. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't operate like that. Um, I just like to turn the mic on and just have a conversation. I just, but yeah, a lot of a lot of podcasts do that, and uh, they're good at it. I'm just not good at that stuff. I, I I don't know. You know, I'm to be fair, I'm probably not good at this either. But you know, I'm more com- like, I'm more comfortable. That's what I should say. Everyone's doing. like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more comfortable doing it this way. I was like, God, this is so corny. Some dudes are like, some going good. Uh, good yeah good this podcast is trash <laughs> oh man gotta love it gotta love it but yeah and we used to do some crazy things for 2012 and 13 like just uh i guess like you said it was a lot of motivation maybe but i used to take phone calls to, well what's I, funny is i used to do yeah, phone calls in fine. 2013 dude I, you know, what's kind of funny a little bit about all that stuff is I noticed, you know, like we've talked about, there's a lot of podcasts out there now for our, for RC. And I see, I I see them doing a lot of those type of things. And I kind of laugh because it's like, it's like, man, we were doing that like six years ago. (laughs) Yeah. And it is, it is something, man. Like, I can't believe I did it. First of all, Uh, editing was a nightmare, but you know, especially when I was starting out i didn't know much about 
how to edit stuff. I'd watch YouTube videos, but getting all those calls edited. I mean, we did a Christmas show with like 20 some people Mm -hmm. and I edited that all up to make it just seem like these guys were entering the party. Like we had this big party and Joel Johnson showed up, knocked at the door. It was just crazy. The stuff that we did for back then. And uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess you said I lost my motivation maybe, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that's probably part of it. But it just becomes a lot of work also, though. And it's like, yeah. Well, it has to be, it has to be fun. That's I, I have fun doing it. I, I always toss around the idea that, hey, you want to take phone calls or do this or that. But uh, I don't know. I like what we do. It's fun for me. So and it's easy. I just stop recording and upload it pretty much. Just add a few things here or there. I don't edit much at all. So, um. But yeah, I think back of that stuff, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun, though. First you night, the- my daughter bust me about it because the first episode ever, I started editing around ten o'clock at night, and it and uh, she had to go to school the next morning. And I was still editing. Holy and, cow! And I finished it because I didn't know how to edit. I was just learning on the fly, so I had YouTube open up on the one laptop. And I was editing on the other, and I was just learning how to do it from there. And it took me, man, yeah, from 10 to 7 in the morning. But I was so determined because I was so excited to get the first episode up. I was just, like, sitting there all night. I didn't even realize the time flew by that fast. And she's like, I got to go to school. <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of like, hop in the car, let's go. Yeah, I was, like, ran her to school quick, ran back, and finished up then, like, only, like, 10 minutes to go. But. Um. Yeah, man, it's crazy, isn't it? And that's when people then like when you call a driver up or you try to get an interview and they no clue what a podcast was. So is this on the radio? You know, you get that all the time from people, and you know, not sure how a podcast works. I was like, well, we record it and then edit it and upload it later. But, um, and the drivers liked that back then because they were just like, oh, cool. You know, it was not so much pressure. You know what I mean? They thought it was live, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> but, man, times have changed. And uh, everybody knows what a podcast is now. So, it's that's cool for everybody. It's not hard to, uh, you know, I spent the first couple of years explaining what it was. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, you have like a frequently asked questions. Oh, it was terrible. Like... I remember Tony P from Trinity is like, what radio? Because st- uh, I was interviewing Ernie. Radio station. Yeah, he, he messages me, Tony P, and he's like, what radio station is this on? I'm like, I'm like, and he wasn't joking, by the way. He may claim he was joking now, but he wasn't joking now. Is this on ESPN, Gotti? Yeah. And then Ernie wasn't even quite sure either. He's like, what, how's this work? So, But now everybody knows, so it's good. Um, wow, how did we get off on that? Something about... Uh, I don't know. We gave we gave out some we gave out some nice prizes during the last show. I remember that we got I got a lot of stuff mailed out. Oh, I still right have after that. Yep, and I just got addresses for two other people. I got to send over to you here. So okay, good. But, I know the all the other stuff we did. I think we had like the Nitra Challenge stuff, and mm-hmm. or no, there's still a few things left from that. I think I saw I still have Mayfield body and stuff over here. 
but yeah, a lot of stuff got mailed out. Yeah, and those and people are posting them on the Facebook page, but I don't think like people see that stuff. Like I don't know. Like I never like they'll post if they post it on their own to our page. Like I have to go in, and I don't even notice it myself. I don't get no notification telling me anybody did it. So I go into my page, and I and I click on visitors post, and then okay. that's how I that's how I see it. So I don't know how that shows up if it shows up for other people on their timeline when someone posts pictures of the prizes or not. Like it's just I don't quite understand it. But um, so if you guys just send me the photo, you know, with you in it, and. Uh, I'll post it that way. I think more people see it then. I don't know how that whole Facebook. Here's another word trying to pronounce algorithm. Is that correct? Yeah, algorithm. <laughs> there you go. Wow, I did it on my first try. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works. So, because I noticed that nobody really sees it and I don't even get a notification that somebody posted on there. So, crazy. Algorithm. Algorithm. Man. I can't I can't spell the word opinion. I struggle with that one. Oh, receipt is the big one I struggle with. I cannot spell that freaking word. Oh my god. I always put recipe. Recipe. Yeah, that yeah. word I struggle with so I, much. There's dude. some I struggle with too. Ugh. Anyway. Hmm. There's some real tricky ones. Like cat, dog. Yeah, that's not hard, Jason. Oh, cat, K A T. Come on, dog, D A W G. <laughs> dog. <clears throat> so, um, buggy mania. Yeah. Good race. I think you know. I think we'll see probably another one down there. Like I said, I mean, we got the the weather was like perfect, so. They're going to be thinking that it's like, <laughs> you know, prime real estate, right? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to hold it at the same time every year then. You can't yeah, move this event till like June in Florida. You'll die. Right. Yeah. Well, man, when we, when we race in the summer down here, yeah, you got to be cut out for that. I tell you what, I went there last April and it was, it was beautiful. Right. And then I went back there in July. Remember? And everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh, you're going to die going there in July. And it ended up being hotter in Pennsylvania that week than it was in Florida. Florida was beautiful, like 90. Up here, it was 107. And I even took a photo of it back then. It was like of the of the weather. And they showed the 107 in PA and freaking Florida was like 88. And I'm like, yeah, I picked a perfect week to go to Florida. It was amazing. <laughs> Suckers. All my PA friends were roasting. I was at the beach and in the pool. You and was that did you go carry both times or just one? Uh just one. Uh yeah, just one time. July. Okay. Yeah, we went to Treasure Island yeah, we Beach Resort, buddy. That's right. I remember we did an episode on it. Yeah, I tried to get you down there, but uh I think you were at a race, but Allison was around. She thought about coming down because Carrie invited her. But um, oh. <clears throat> her and Carrie would get along can... great let me tell you she's always like too bad Allison doesn't live closer yeah I'm like well Jason hires me 
Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking, one of the things I was thinking about <laughs> is if that Roar National or the Roar Nationals, if it's still going to be going down in June as as we schedule or as, as scheduled. Oh, um, up here? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that'll be, uh, we need to do like a, a rip reunion tent out there or something. Oh, no. Don't make me set up the tent again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's another thing. That we had a freaking tent. That's another thing. A tent. I couldn't believe it. You're like, look at that motivation. Yeah. I mean, you guys had all your magazines out there, like a big display. I don't know. It was just wild. It It looked good. It was it was cool in the tent. I thought the tent looked good. Yeah, we did a good job. You you got a picture of that still? I probably have a picture of it. Uh yeah, I probably could ask Kirby. He could send it over to me. But um and we had shirts. Kirby made shirts. It was like crazy. Yeah, we need to. I remember him. He was rolling around on the track. Yeah, well, that. GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> he did a good job, though, man. Yeah. He helped with the tent and uh, science. Yeah. We were like, oh, it's close to home. Why don't we go down there? And, and that was early I, on. Yeah, it was, it was good. I think uh, it's time for a reunion down there. Wow. Maybe. That might. Uh, if if we're allowed to, right? <laughs> Might be in quarantine still. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good idea, though. I we'll have to think about that. So, if we're still alive. Yeah. Agreed. Um. Man, those were good times, and that was when we first started. So we we're. I figured that'd be a good way to get our name out there. It was. I thought it was good. And Live RC interviewed us. Pretty cool. Those were the days. Do you know how people say the good old days? Mm-hmm. And and like, I will say that you're currently in. <clears throat> it's like, you know, people say, people say. Oh, the 80s, those were the good old days. The 90s, oh, those were the good old days. So, 90s, like, baby. Oh, you, you, you remember uh, early 2000s, man? We were doing this and that, and that was the good old days. It's like, you are always in the good old days. This is going to get but, deep. But, yeah, you're always in the good old days, but you don't realize it until it passes. So, know. you know, because for me... <clears throat> I, I can think of things in the 80s that were, you know, good old days, then in the 90s, and then, you know, early 2000s, and then moving into, um, you know, past 2010, you know, I can think of good old days. So it's like, you're always in the good old days. It's just, you're in it at the moment, so you don't realize it till you're past. How about that? <laughs> I think I'm developing a headache. Trying to think about that. I no, I, I think I, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know though. Man, the nineties. You know, there's some things mm. that I really enjoyed about uh you know, any of those um decades, I guess, whatever we're calling them. You know, there's a lot of things that were enjoyable, but then there's things I look back on. And I'm like, God, I'm glad I don't do have to deal with that anymore. Yeah, that's true. What you really want is you want a collection of a time period of all your favorite things. 
Yeah. So if you could put every, if you could put all these things that that you really consider your favorites or uh, the good old days, and you could put them all together in the same era, uh, that would be the ultimate. I live in the past too much. My my one friend's like, oh, I I. I don't live in the past. I just create new memories all the time. And I'm like, lame. <laughs> it's like, well, tell me one from today. It's about creating new memories. And I'm like, man, I still want to go back to the nineties, bro. Yeah. I'd say, you know, <laughs> things that really stuck out to me back then was, you know, just, doing so much racing but going down on the weekend i'd go to uh, brett and brad ralph's house and you know down in tampa and you know we would just wrench on our cars and go race on sunday so we'd practice all saturday redo them on saturday night and then sunday we'd race and you know and in between then you're you know having fun watch tv <clears throat> Yeah, you just have care in the world, go, really. Go out to, you know, eat and yeah, it's uh, it's just a really good experience and uh, doing that kind of thing. And hold on a second here, crack open a seltzer. Ah, got a uh, the first question uh, I had just posted on. Facebook asking for some questions. Oh, and uh, the what a great idea, actually. <laughs> and uh, glad you did it. Zeke, uh, Zeke's first question is: Is Scotty going to be okay without TB12? I, I can I answer for you. Go ahead. Sure can. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> uh, how do, how have the Bulls been doing? Fire those cannons. How Boom. have the Bulls been doing without Michael Jordan? That's what are you gonna do? I'm not gonna be okay. I appreciate if you guys check in on me. Yeah, <laughs> gonna have to be a lot of checking in. <clears throat> I, there might be still some. Ho- Did he s- officially sign that? I haven't uh, checked Twitter here in a while. Yeah, I know. But you know what, though? I'm holding Here's out. The <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, how long is it really going to go? I mean, the guy's 42 years old. Well, yeah. How, how much longer can uh, he really do it? And he'll turn 43 before the season starts. So Yeah, I mean. Uh, honestly, he wants to go to 45, he already said. So it's a two-year contract, and that's it. So they got him for two years. And listen. Don't underestimate the Bucks. They and they do have an offense. They have weapons. And um believe me, Brady thought this over. Now there is some things, and I don't know if he signed recently. What is it here? It's uh seven thirty eight PM March nineteenth. Um as far as I know, he still hasn't signed a contract and there's three things holding it up. Three. And one of them was Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown on the Bucks? Don't ask me why. 
They have this weird little relationship going on. I don't understand it. I I realize AB is a great player and all, but all the trouble he's causing is just... So anyway, the head coach, Bruce Arians of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, says, no way, we're not... We don't want him on the team. We don't want Antonio Brown here. And I think that's what's holding it up. That and the... I don't know what the other two things are, but... Now, maybe he's signed as now. I'm scrolling through here to find out, but there's still hope. There's still hope that Robert Kraft can do something like he did with Josh McDaniels when he was going to be the head coach of the Colts. And then the last second, Josh McDaniels pulls right out and he's back with the Patriots. Um, I would like him back in the Patriots for two more years and then, uh, then go from there. But... What you gonna do, right? What you gonna do? Go Bucks. So, so Justin Doyle's asking. <laughs> oh no! That's that that special edition podcast. He seems so worried for somebody that never leaves the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, it's you're that, worried for that, everybody else. I am worried for everybody else, and there's a lot of people, you know, family and everything else. So, yeah, yeah a lot of relatives over in Italy. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it is concerning though. Um. Don't want to get back on this. I promised you guys I was trying to keep this upbeat, but man, it's just, you can't avoid it right now. Um, I don't know. Just something weird about it. I can't get, I've, hey, Jason, I've done a lot of research on this thing too. Like I'm mm-hmm. all over the place. You know how I am when I want to find out about something. I'm like, oh yeah, you're all over. I'm digging, I'm digging for articles and I'm watching YouTube videos and I'm watching all the press conferences that uh, Trump and all those guys hold and. I don't know. I just can't get a finger on this thing. It just seems like it spreads way too fast. I don't know if they're, everybody's being completely honest. I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. And to be honest with you guys, I don't know what to believe. Um, just something weird about how it spreads. And is this a biological weapon? I don't know. People threw that around. When I, when I did the podcast, they messaged me and they're like, well, this is the reason why. And I've read all that stuff, but I don't know. We'll never know, but let's just hope we can get through it. Then we got uh, Joe Joe asking, why don't current sponsored drivers know how to be sponsored? How? how, do, um, how do, what was that? How do... Why don't current sponsored drivers know how to be sponsored? So he means like their attitude or something? Or uh, maybe like, um, yeah, I'd say part of that. Maybe also you could be alluding to maybe um, uh, helping, <clears throat> helping people, maybe just understanding that. The, the reason you sponsor somebody is that you're getting something in return. Uh, you know, that's what sponsorship is about, is that you're actually the, when you sponsor somebody, you're supposed to be receiving some promotional value out of that. That's the whole idea. Okay. So I think that's probably another thing that he's, uh, he's talking about. Oh, you mean the, t- oh, Okay. You're saying your team, J Concepts, is supposed to get something out of sponsoring somebody. Well, we're or, supposed to get something out of it. Right. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the promotional um, side, you're saying like you're sponsoring me yeah. to go out racing your products. Mm. Yeah. They're, um, they're supposed to be, um, you know, they're, they're your, your ground sales team, right? Absolutely. That's what it's supposed to be. That's yep. what it's supposed That's to be. That's what it was called totally. back in the day. Yeah. So I think, um, that's kind of something he's alluding to. What, what I see with people is even though you say it and you, and you tell them these types of things, um, they're still seeing it, how it helps them. And I think that what they need to be able, and then there's people that understand it, you know, who I think, and then there's, there's <clears throat> others. I mean, I, uh, the way he's kind of phrasing this is like, nobody understands it, but I don't think that that's, I think there's people that get it still. There's people that are good at it. Uh, one of them is, um, I see guys like Jackson Brunson who, he's only been racing maybe six years mm -hmm. and um, he's come up through the ranks quite fast, but I see him doing a lot of the work. He's probably considered a millennial. Um, and he does a lot of, you know, he, he does a lot of work, a lot of preparation. Um, and, and he helps people I've noticed and he represents, you know, his brands and he writes race reports on Facebook. And I, I see him trying to do the right thing. So I don't think it's everybody. It's just some people uh, are, some people are very selfish and they have a hard time getting around that. It's not just about them. And I think that's really what it comes down to. And there was selfish people when, um, you know, in the nineties mm -hmm. that I raced with, um, you know, they were sponsored, but they were very selfish about it. Um, and not, doing all the right things and you see other guys from this generation that are good at it. And there's some people that are bad at bad at it. So, um, yeah, I think it could be, <clears throat> I think the manufacturers could also do a little better job of, explaining to these a lot of the drivers what it really is all about what they're actually supposed to do yeah you know it is i mean our contract and everything states what you're supposed you know states things but i think a lot of times people don't go through all that <laughs> no. they don't read it all read too long didn't read words <laughs> Uh, I've got Danny Mac asking if we're going to consider J Concepts brand face mask and gloves. He's asking for a friend. <laughs> no. Although, you know, we got April Fools coming up and uh, so could be a fun little joke. Although nobody would think it's a joke. Well, three people would. But uh, we got uh, Jackson checking in here. He's still asking about your TB12 news. Everyone knows that this is a hard thing for you. We get that. I'm posting uh, crying gifs. 
Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just crying straight down the board. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, uh, we got Joe, our 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 old buddy here, Joe Zayer Jr. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got his own podcast. He does. Uh, he likes, uh, he does a lot of racing, I believe. And well, he's calling it region seven. I think he's from Minnesota. He's into a lot of, uh, we'll call it mixed martial arts, right? He does a lot of that. He talks, I think that's, oh, does he really? He thinks he knows martial arts, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Last time I called a kid out on martial arts when I was in third grade, he kicked the shit out of me. Anyway, yeah, I, I have I have a feeling that could be the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, Joe has the uh, Ran Out of Talent podcast. Go check Is that, that out. his Ran Out of Talent. Yep, that's Joe's. So he's asking, do you think this quarantine will revive <clears throat> the stadium truck class? Um, a lot of trucks being built in Region Seven, and I might join them. Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh man, I it's just I love that I, class. Dude, I started in stadium truck. Yep. It was great. It's awesome. And and uh but they just they're not anymore. They suck. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. They don't work. I think they look so the, cool. I know they don't they, look real, but I mean they look cool. Well, yeah. I mean, they've never looked what they're supposed to look no, like, but badass though. I love it. They are, they are cool, but for some reason, the, the trucks just, they just don't work like they used to like really back when I used to race it, it was, it was, um, <clears throat> they worked, they worked so well. They were better than buggies, but I think once they really, when they lengthened the buggies, they got them wider and the the concentration of the tuning and everything is based around buggies. They're just so much better. And I don't wow. know. It's just when truck went to mid motor or from rear motor and then lay down, they just have not, in my uh, opinion, okay. they lost. I something. just don't, they just, it just hasn't been the same. Like I think like the T four generation of trucks was like the last, Oh, really man. good working, really good working trucks. Whatever the low C equivalent was, triple XT, CR or something. Um, um, <clears throat> so, wow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just don't see that class being the savior. Of uh, there might be some people building them, uh, and you know, getting going in region seven, which is yeah. great. I mean, I hope, I hope it is. I hope it, it does help. I just don't, I just don't think that's the, the next big thing. I, I really think that we just need different track conditions. The it's the, it's, we have, to, I think it's, it's fine to have the indoor carpet racing and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think we make we make great cars for that type of surface. But I think in in order for a lot of things to regenerate themselves, we're going to need more of these backyard race tracks and people starting kind of fresh. Um, the tracks and conditions you can work on, and it's not all just based around building the car to drive with 
all this traction. It would be, I think it, I think, I think it enters more people into the business when we race in these other conditions. So I think that that would be the big thing that could really, uh, that could be really help. Hmm. And right now is a perfect time. People could, um, you know, if you have some friends get together and build a, build a track and, and start running and I'll guarantee you people will start joining in and, and, but don't get out of control, build it, build it a hundred by 50 or, you know, one ten by 50 or something close to that. So you can work on it. It's manageable. Uh, the driver stand isn't crazy. Just make a nice backyard club track and start running, um, build nice layouts, manageable tracks, not crazy jumps. You can have great jumps, but just don't make them, you know, crazy. And I think more and more people will start joining. you. I just, I think they will. Uh, Justin Doyle, he wants some pops Rona quotes about the current pandemic. You know what? He's still working and I haven't really, sat down enough with him to hear any good quotes from him about this. But, hmm. um, you know, I will say that him and my mom seem more worried about it than I would have thought. But I think with their age and they hear about it affecting people that are older, I think that kind yeah. of, that, that bothers when you're <clears throat> in that generation, you know, you're in your sixties and seventies. I think that bothers you a little bit, right? Oh, Absolutely bothers me now i'm 45 or 46 i am now sorry no let me go back let me go back 45 (laughs) i want to go backwards um yeah i think it's it's scary man it's uh it's 10 times more deadlier than the flu so yeah there's every right to be concerned justin's talking to you about something here but launch the j concepts online tour what me he, he, he tagged you here or something. Then we got a Rob. Of course, does Kirby have enough beer to last with Pennsylvania shutting down? Ooh. Man, I don't know. But let me tell you, the uh, liquor stores, yeah, they well, they don't call them liquor stores. The fine, what do they call it now? Uh, wine and spirits. Oh, geez. Yeah, you can't yeah. call them liquor stores anymore. Um, yeah, they shut down. I think it was yesterday at 9 p.m. Done. And it was absolute chaos. At the store, at the at the liquor stores, it was chaos. Chahos, um, yeah, there was just people everywhere stocking up. I was meanwhile. I'm meanwhile. I went out to get seltzer. There was plenty of seltzer on the shelves. I couldn't understand that. Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly, there was a lot. So I got all my. I got a bunch of seltzer here, man. I'm good to go. <clears throat> We got Chris Blank asking when our um, Cloudbuster steering kit and new chassis is going to be available, and uh, it's it's in the queue. We got um, a lot of the chassis parts are already ready. Uh, some of the aluminum parts are ready. I'd say we have about seventy percent of it, and we're waiting on the rest. You know, we've got a lot of questions about this, which is kind of neat. On the uh, Cloudbuster? 
<clears throat> yeah, pe- people are wanting these, uh, you know, this chassis kit we're doing, the regulator, and mm-hmm. we have a cool steering, steering regulator. kit. Bound up. So, yeah, and uh, it's coming. I I don't I don't have a specific date, but you know, with all this, I hate to use it as an excuse, but the all this virus stuff is having an effect for sure. Mm. It's probably it's probably delayed us a month, uh, but we're kind of on the plus side of getting this, uh, getting the the stuff out. So. Like I said, we got a lot of the parts are already finished and we're waiting on some things. It's going to be two separate kits. There's going to be the regulator chassis kit, which is a little bit easier to put together and install on a stock clod. And then the the steering kit is a little more, I'd say, for the advanced guy, more the advanced builder, which all these guys usually are because they're so used to modifying their stuff. So it'll be two right. separate things. And the parts are kind of complicated because you kind of have to wedge things in and together differently uh, than, you know, when you're starting from scratch, you can make things uh, design wise, uh, much more simple. And, uh, but when you're kind of, designing around something that's existing sometimes you have to uh, you know do some things that don't quite follow the normal engineering guidelines so they get a little they get a little wacky some of the parts get a little wacky and uh and it makes it a little difficult more difficult to build and machine and but it's it's happening it's happening uh, I, I I told somebody that the, the goal was to have it out this month, um, but I think it's going to spill into April. Uh, that's kind of what it's looking like at the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's been a fun project. I mean, at this point, we almost have, because we've been working all this stuff here and there, we almost have an entire... A clogbuster modeled up in the computer. It's getting close anyway, so it's like you know you make all these things, and um, you know like well, it'll be you know while we're designing this part, we might as well design this part, and we might as well design this part, and then pretty soon you're you almost have everything designed uh, in the computer. Uh, so it's been kind of fun. <clears throat> We got uh, John John Bolton asking if any of the pros are practicing during this time of no racing. Uh, uh, yeah, some of them are. Um, I think you'll have guys like, you know, Ty Tessman, Spencer Rivkin. I'm sure you'll see them still running quite a bit and uh, getting their practice in. Um, Mayfield, probably not as much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Mayfield doesn't really like club racing 10 scale. He likes running eight scale. Oh. So like if he goes to race, uh, he usually likes to go to a Tony Schumacher's track. Uh, the thing is called the nitro compound and he'll, he'll run there. Uh, he likes to run his eight scale stuff. So I'd say, I would say probably next week, I'd expect to see Ryan out doing a little eight scale running, and I'd say Spencer will probably, if as there's some tracks that are open for ten scale, he'd probably go run. But if not, maybe he'll go and run an eight scale track or something. It's hard. It's it's difficult. I mean, these guys are. It's essentially like, um, you know, these other people that. You know their their main job is to race RC cars and yeah, races sports. are getting canceled. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. And their races are getting canceled, so they're not they're not really able to to do what they get paid for. Yeah. But this is a time where if you go back up to um, you know Joe's uh, uh, question statement. Why don't current sponsor drivers know how to be sponsored? You know, these pro guys, I think, you know, they're in a position where they can kind of make a difference if they want to, they can get out there and do some more uh, tips and they can, uh, they can help people and, you know, build new cars. And there's a lot of things that people can do. Racers can do. <clears throat> Start a podcast. Yeah, we got Enzo, um, and this is kind of pretty much what we just talked about uh, with cancellations in the race schedule because of this virus. Is how is this impacting pro drivers and companies? Uh, you know, we just talked about the, the pro drivers. I think you'll see, see the, the the diehard guys that practice and test all the time that do it all the time anyway. I think you'll see them continuing guys that kind of go race to race and prepare race to race. You'll see them probably doing something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just talked about how you know Mayfield and Spencer and the guys probably will do it. Um, the companies, I, I think it's still, everything's still so new. You know, we're still only a week or two into this whole thing. Um, in terms of stuff starting to get shut down that we don't know the full impacts on the companies yet, but it's, it will have some impact for sure because people, I think, and it, what's really unfortunate is things were really starting to get rocking. Yeah. Yep. Um, things were really starting to get rocking and, um, and you know, a lot of confidence out there. A lot of things were really, starting to build and you know we were we had a we had a really fantastic year started and going and we really kind of hope to continue so it's you know we got a lot of projects out there that we're working on and and things for these new emerging uh, classes that we've been supporting like you know drag racing and scale trucks and crawling and monster trucks you know we're we're supporting all these different avenues and 
so all this stuff is having an impact all down the line. But um, the the thing that's really just, I think, is the surprise of the last couple years is RC drag racing. Yeah, that's the, uh... the, the pop. This thing and it's just blowing up. It's blowing up. It's hmm. the hottest. It's probably the trendiest little trendiest thing going. Uh, wow. Associated Associated is going to have the first car out. Oh, are they? Uh, production called the DR10. Hmm. Um, and and this, I, I don't know. I don't really want to. Well, I will I'll toot my own horn a little bit. But a couple <laughs> years ago. I sent Associated this stuff to say, I was like, hey, I think you guys should consider getting into this. It wouldn't be that difficult to convert a vehicle you have into doing this, and there's nothing out there. And it's kind of when we got in it with, um, you know, one of our drivers, <clears throat> J.D. JD Crow, uh, talked to me about getting into it. We got into it. We were, the you know, in with bodies, wheels, and tires. We were first. Uh, from the tire and wheel standpoint, and now it's just gotten so, uh, you know, a lot of the companies now have jumped into it, and it's a full battle um, in that market. And, and new bodies all the time. You know, we got a bunch of them, and Associates gonna have that kit soon. And they just had a. Uh, uh, they had a cash race in Vegas recent recently where I think the entry fee was a hundred dollars, I believe. And, uh, it was kind of, I think it was winner take all. So they had like, you know, whatever it was 40 guys. And the guy that won, won $3,800 cash. Oh, Wow. I'll take that, so, please. Thank so you. it was pretty cool. Like, and this, <clears throat> and the guys that were telling me that have been and, and done this kind of racing, which I don't know if this that type of racing really suits my personality all that much. <laughs> drag racing? No, not drag racing, oh, but m- money, money racing. Oh, money. Um, yeah, kind of that, kind of the put up or shut up kind of stuff where. There's a lot of people that are attracted to that are also like kind of assholes, I guess. <laughs> right. And well, anytime you get not, money involved, it's not. Yeah, it that's the part that really that's the part I don't like. But if people are cool and it's not this, you know, uh, in your face type of atmosphere, then I'm totally cool with it. Like, I'd like to do it. Um do I want to sit there at the starting line betting money on how, like, I don't really do it for that, I guess. So, but a lot of people do, they like that. And they like that idea that uh, there's an unknown and there is something to be learned from all this. And kind of going back to what we talked about earlier with, uh, you know, with the, all the stuff about uh, the tracks and only allowing 10 people. And there is something to learn by all this and, there's some notes or things that we could kind of use. Um, so I think this drag racing is another thing. We're going to learn a lot from it. And these showdown type events for money and 
the Vegas thing and the, you know, $3,800 cash being on the line. And the, 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 the reason it has success is because there's no, cause it's unknown as to who the fast guy is. You don't really know. It could be you. It could be this other guy. Like you just don't know. So I think the, the, the anticipation or that idea that you could be the fast guy and the guy that wins the the money is what's attractive about it. And, um, you know, as much as, you know, we, we like the pro racing scene and and off-road RC racing or whatever, you just kind of know it's going to come down between four or five guys. You, you, You already know before you even go what, you know, where the where it's going in this kind of racing even i think it's just like the monster truck racing you can win or lose against anybody at any time so i think that's what the 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 draw is to this is um it's more much more open in terms of wins and losses and and this uh so we're going to see this. This is really going to expand as this associated car comes out. And and there's going to be other cars right behind them. I'm, uh, from what I understand, I think uh, I've heard Traxxas might have something, uh, maybe even Losi. So this is going to hit pretty big. Um, and it's just kind of, it's been fun to be on the, uh, you know, we got started in this game right at the beginning mm. and uh, with, you know, JD Crow kind of getting us in and uh, we've, we've had some fun with it. And I think this is, this is going to keep building for a little while. And it'd be interesting to see how these, uh, the, the events for that start to, to go. And it's not just events that, you know, people are just doing this for fun. They're building them, make it look cool. They go outside and they just try their own personal bests. Wow, that's amazing. Interesting. I know there in the early 2000s, I think uh, we were getting into drag racing at Trinity. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened in between there, the mid-2000s. I don't know if it just kind of died off for a while or if it kept going. I don't well, know. What, what ruins these things is <laughs> when the cars – What's what's been successful about this is it's it started with – taking vehicles that are already out there and turning them into drag cars, uh, uh, very inexpensive. So you, you know, when we started, we had a Traxxas slash and a bandit was two of their cars and we combined them to make this street eliminator car. We called it. And, uh, you know, was something that Fred worked on with JD Crow. And we, we, we called it the street eliminator and, it's based off of an inexpensive platform of probably the most, ex- the most widely sold RC car of all time, which is the Traxxas Slash. So um, that's why it's doing well. If people start just thinking that everything has to be carbon fiber and aluminum, and now it's a $1,600 chassis, Oof. and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's going to ruin it. What's going to be nice about it is if you can preserve this entry-level side of the Street Eliminator chassis and layout creation, and uh, then people can kind of compete with those. And 
I think that's what will maintain, um, you know, the, the, the racing, the class, the, the drive, uh, these kind of like far outlandish and they're, well, they're not really that far out, but all these cars that are just carbon fiber and aluminum and foam tires and all that stuff, like that stuff's been around a long time. And I don't think that's the answer. Uh, it's a production friendly car that hits a price point that you can upgrade a little at a time, but stay in a, uh, stay in a window of what's acceptable and in the rules. I think that's what will be, that's, that's what will serve the, cl- the thing, the best purpose. And, uh, so, it, you know, and all the, what happens with all these things is they kill themselves. So, uh, but the, but the key is is you know good entry price point uh, question or um, I'm trying to think what the a simple platform uh, inexpensive replacement parts uh, you know all those type of things is is what really is gonna make it work <clears throat> so a lot of stuff going down. Oh, you know that what I was going to mention was, uh, is there anything, any, we can pick somebody for a giveaway? I got, I got all kinds of stuff. Oh, sure. You want to pull up the, uh, I should go, I should go look for what I want to, what we're going to get. All right, go ahead. I'll pull this up. Okay. So head on over to patreon.com slash radio impound and for as little as $1 a month could put you to running for these prizes that Jason is currently bringing to his desk. What kind of goodies did Jason find? We're all about right. to find out what he got us. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. there he is. He's back. He's... I got some good stuff. Oh, man. this is. I was just saying that you find some uh, cool prizes, stuff that uh, you, uh, do I want to say prototype stuff that you? Yeah, we have up? been, yeah, recently I've been giving away some things. I have a box uh, where have some of the very original um, 3D printed prototype J Concepts tires and things. I've been adding to some of the giveaways, and which are really cool because they're definitely one-off things. And a lot of them are so old that they're also some of the beginnings of 3D printing. Nice. So, so it's kind of neat. Uh, so I've been giving some of that stuff away. Uh, but I, what I got here was... Um, got the I'll send you the picture okay. but I found I got four bodies and a tire oh nice okay so I'm giving away five I'll, prizes see we're not just doing one people we're doing we're doing five <laughs> <laughs> Jason's unloading the warehouse so we got a our this is one of our test bodies our street eliminator test body is a 67 Chevelle uh the the all yellow 67 Chevelle that's a one of our test test bodies so we'll we'll autograph that big guy and then we'll put a uh, oh wow we got the street eliminator rear tire on a chrome prototype chrome wheel Oh, okay. Yep, I see it there. We'll have that. 
Then we got a body that was donated from J.P. Richards. Uh, bottom left when he ran for J. Concepts. We can throw that in there or as another giveaway. Um, and then in the middle, we have a photo body when we did an S2 for the TLR car. Um, that's a custom painted and decaled <clears throat> body. And then we have a Spencer Rivkin S2 body uh, that all... Uh, I usually, like if I have a brand new body, like the one in the photo here, I, before I ship it, typically I'll cut it out and put stickers on it. Oh. So, like, I've done that quite a bit with, like, some of my own stuff and other people's, like, stuff because it looks better when it's, like, cut out and got decals on it. So mm. I, I usually, like, trim it out and if it's brand new, I'll trim it out and put decals on it because... Stick a stick at one um, graphics and decals. He, uh, I was uh, helps us out with decals, so I try to get him. And stick at one racing. You can go there and get the rip logo from the drop down mm -hmm. menu. So those are the items. I could post that photo later. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Check your uh, Patreon messages, also, guys. So. I'll just message you through there if you want a prize. Uh, hopefully you're listening to the podcast and hear your name, which people do. They're like, hey, I heard my name on a podcast. So that's proof that uh, people are listening. <laughs> proof proof is proof. in the pudding. I usually wait like a, you know, a couple of days to see if anybody messages me, you know, see if they listen to the pod. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty good success rate, to be honest with you. Good. So, yeah. All right. All right, I got all the names pulled up here on the spin wheel that I do here through the uh, through the uh, computer system that I have. Got a special program <laughs> doing an algorithm. While you're doing that, we got Mike Garrison was asking that. Uh oh, listen to that, James Cotlet. James Cotlet wins. What is was James win? What was the first prize there? The street eliminator body. S street eliminator body. Congratulations, James. And he was one of the ones we just hooked up with a real fat prize pack. James was? Yeah. Oh, well then maybe we shouldn't allow James to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, James, there you go. Look at that. Your donation's <laughs> definitely paying off. Damn. So we have different tier levels. And uh, whatever uh, your amount that you donate, that's how many times your name's on the spin wheel here. So, James, uh, load it up. So, thank you very much, James. I really appreciate the support, man. That is awesome. All right. So, he wins the uh, street uh, street spec. Uh, wait, not street spec. Uh, street eliminator body. Street spec. Man, I, that was... Back in the day, that was huge. Huge, as Trump would say. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. So here, now what's up now here? What's going on here? Which one do you want to give away? Uh, now it'll be the tire. It'll be next. Street right. Eliminator tire with prototype chrome wheel. <clears throat> sure hope all these guys are in the United States. <laughs> yeah. That's up to you. <laughs> Uh, 
All right. And the winner is... Uh, I can't pronounce your last name, Jason. Jason... Cunard? Cunard, I'm going to say. Okay. Jason, C-H... I'm butchering his last name. So your last name, Jason, is spelled like this. C-H-O-U-I-N-A-R-D. If that's you, Jason, you won a prize from Jason Rona. Two Jasons there. All right, up next. It's going to be the J.P. Richards Yokomo body. Actually, it's a J-Concepts body, but it was put. It was on his Yokomo. And around and around and around it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. <laughs> oh, we got to check here. This is uh, Randy Pike. <laughs> and Randy always. And when Randy's name comes up, I will say this: Randy donates his prize. So we will check with Randy and see what he wants to do. Randy Pike. Okay. Good old Randy. We haven't heard from him in a while, so. But yeah, I will uh, contact Randy, and then he'll probably say like he usually does, "Can you donate it to someone else?" And we do so. But Randy, you may want to take it. So, all right, what do we got now? So that's uh, prize number. That was prize number three, wasn't it? So we got two more, right? Uh, that's right. <clears throat> all right, I am set here. And this one, what was this one now? The next, this one is a our photo body for the. TLR uh, two-wheel drive buggy. Uh, it's S2 body, so nice. Right. This really cool looking. Mm. All right. There we go. That's not coming over too loud, is it? Round and around no. and around. And the winner is Chris Purce- uh, Purcell. Purcell. Or it might be Purcell, maybe. <laughs> Chris Purcell. Congratulations. You're you are the winner. Of a photo shoot body. Looking good. All right. Next. And the Spencer Rivkin body is next. <clears throat> Spencer Rivkin. Spin the wheel. Man, what's with these? Jazz 6104. Jazz 6104. Longtime supporter of the show. Well, thank you very much for the prizes, Jason. That was awesome. And for everybody supporting the pod, downloading, listening, sharing with your friends. Show Jason some love at jconcepts.net. And we will catch you on the next pod. Stay safe, everyone.